0: Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith, and this is episode 148, Focus on the Eternal Perspective. Thank you all for joining me as we continue our study through the life of David. We are going to be talking today about the temporary perspective that each of us are drawn to that, that way to look at life through only our physical eyes or our, our senses, our human senses. We've been walking our way through the life of David and we've been walking with him a long time through his stalking by King Saul. King Saul is very jealous of David, and he has conjured up in his mind all these evil things that David has done to him and wants to do to him. and We just continue to watch David walk through this incredibly challenging period of time. In David's life, this was probably maybe about 10 years. I mean, it just, it it's just so sad if you really stop and you put yourself in David's shoes. David, as a young teen, the prophet Samuel came to him and anointed him to be the next king of Israel. And David ends up working in King Saul's palace as well as eventually he ends up as commander of his army. But Saul as delusional as the man was gets in his head that David's out to get him, that David's out to steal the kingdom and he just will not stop. It just, it's a, it's an up and down and up and down. And, and as we've watched it, it's just so very sad. It's so very sad to see anybody in the situation of Saul in the fact excuse me in the fact that he was so we're talking about perspective today his perspective was so delusional he had no eternal perspective and his temporary perspective was flawed he did not have a pair of glasses that gave him a an adequate focus and sadly it never changed I mean, he went to his death still believing that David was out to get him. Whereas David had saved his life. David was not touching him because David considered him the Lord's anointed. And he was honoring that. So last week we talked about trusting in the guard that never sleeps. And we saw in last week's story of a time where David again spared Saul's life. Saul's bodyguards were sleeping and David and his troops were right there. And David snuck in, got the evidence to prove that he had been right there and called on Abner, uh, Saul's bodyguard, Saul's commander at that time, and just kind of picked at him. And it was a reminder that you and I could not trust anyone Fully to have our back twenty four seven. They can't. They humans are not meant to be the end all to guard our physical bodies, our emotionals, um, you know, our emotions and our spiritual senses. There's only one who is really on call twenty four seven and can truly be your physical guard, emotional guard, spiritual guard, mental guard. And that is Christ. And so this week, as we talk about eternal perspective, this particular story, a lot of times I break these stories apart. So we're in 1 Samuel 27. And a lot of times I break these stories apart and I talk about the different components. But this week, God just really has worked on me. There's only 12 verses in 1 Samuel 27. And I want to read it through. And I want to ask you this question. Is this are the characters in this story? Are any of them looking at this day or that you know their days that are noted in this account are any of them looking at them through spiritual or eternal lenses? So I have taught this passage before, but I don't know that God ever had given me this perspective until I was preparing this time. You know, God's word, it's, it's the only document it is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, it's the only document ever that literally divides your heart and changes you in the way that it does. I can read the same passage repeatedly, and if I will stop and I will ask the Holy Spirit to speak to me and teach me from it, I will find new insights. God's word does not change. The application to the initial, the, um, you know, let's see, the original readers or the original hearers, that doesn't change. But God can give you different perspectives to see it from a different angle and to see how it can be applied in your life today or in the lives of those that you teach that you mentor, and that's what I've seen with 1 Samuel 27. 1 Samuel 27 is one of those passages that if someone is not careful they can just skip over it. There are other passages in the Bible where you read it, and if you're not careful, you can just skim over it to get to the next part, because we've got some Very serious narratives coming up. But the thing is, every bit of God's word is intentional. And every bit of God's word can be transformative. If we will allow the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us to take God's living, breathing word and put it in our hearts, that we will saturate ourselves in it. And I will never look at this passage again. I I thank God for this passage and I thank God for the insights and I thank God for the prayer that he has given me that will be our weekly assignment feature. It's a prayer that my plan is to put it up in some place that reminds me each and every morning to pray 2 Corinthians 4:18 To take that scripture passage that scripture passage says so we don't look at the troubles we can see now rather we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen for the things we see now will soon be gone but the things we cannot see will last forever and I've created a prayer just customized a prayer based upon that particular scripture passage, because I don't want my life. I don't want the days of my life to look like this day in the life of David and Achish. And I don't want to be so focused on the temporary that I miss the eternal significance, that I miss the promises of God. So let me read this and then we will... Talk about it a little bit, and then we will talk about this prayer, and I will pray this prayer for myself, but also for you. So, First Samuel twenty-seven, reading from the NLT. But David kept thinking to himself, someday Saul is going to get me. The best thing I can do is escape to the Philistines. Then Saul will stop hunting for me in Israelite territory. I will finally be safe. So David took his six hundred men and went over and joined Achish, son of Maok the king of gath david and his men and their family settled there with achish at gath david brought his two wives along with him and ahinoam from Jezreel, and abigail nabal's widow from carmel Word soon reached saul that david had fled to gath so he stopped hunting for him one day david said to achish if it is all right with you we would rather live in one of the country towns instead of here in the royal city so achish gave him the town of ziklag which still belongs to the kings of Judah to this day. And they lived there among the Philistines for a year and four months. David and his men spent their time raiding the Gezurites, the Gerzites, and the Amalekites, people who had lived near Shur toward the land of Egypt since ancient times. David did not leave one person alive in the villages he attacked. He took the sheeps, goats, cattle, donkeys, camels, and clothing before returning home to see King Achish. Where did you make your raid today? Akish would ask. And David would reply, against the south of Judah, the Jeremelites and the Kenites. No one was left alive to come to Gath and tell where he had really been. This happened again and again while he was living among the Philistines. Achish believed David and thought to himself, by now the people of Israel must hate him bitterly. Now he will have to stay here and serve me forever. So in those verses, do you see any eternal perspective? Do you see any focus on the promises of God? Do you see any, focus on communication with God? Uh, you know, the answer is absolutely not. And it's one thing for Akish, a pagan king, to not consult the Lord God of Israel. It's another thing for David To forget the promises that God has given to him. To forget the lesson that we just talked about last week in the fact of God was his guard. So, before we jump on David, I want to remind us that David is just like you and I. How much eternal perspective have you had this day? Now, I am recording this on a Sunday, so... There is a little extra for me because, of course, I've been and met with my church family. But every last one of us has the temptation to focus on the temporary, the to-do list, the bucket list, the just what we see, the messed up relationships, the social media, the Whatever it may be, we can all fall into that trap. So before we fuss at David for forgetting the promises of God and for not living a with an eternal perspective, let's flip that mirror around and remind ourselves that every last one of us fall into that, even those of us who are not being stalked by a powerful king. So I as I was thinking about this all, and as I was looking this over, I, I did not want to leave us without an action point. Now, we have a weekly assignment feature every week. But this one, I really, I really wanted something that was going to help me going forward To begin each day, no matter where I am, no matter if I am getting ready to teach Sunday school, whether I'm getting ready to go to work, whether I've got a day off, whether I'm getting ready to go overseas, like no matter what is on the agenda for the day. I wanted something that was going to ask God to help me focus where I need to focus. And really, it's something that I need to remind myself of during the day. So I'm going to need to post a copy of it at work. This is one thing to start my day with an eternal perspective. It's another thing to keep that eternal perspective as the day goes on. You know, we look at David and and David knows. David has been told, and not only was he told by Samuel that he was going to be the next king of Israel, but God has repeatedly taken care of him, protected him. But David, just like all of us, got focused on what he sees. The fact that here he is still running for his life. And so he takes off into enemy territory. This is not like he goes to a fancy resort and tries to hang out. No, 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 no. He goes to the Philistines, which at that time were the arch enemies of Israel. He goes into Philistine territory. And then he lies to the king of the Philistines. And that guy falls for it. Like, this is like some sort of weird Israelite soap opera. Like, it's just. It, it, There's nothing of it that reeks of, and I mean reek in a good way, reeks of an eternal perspective. But I thank God for this story because it has caused me to think about how I never want a page in my life to look like 1 Samuel 27, where either a day Or a season of my life, if you were to see it in print, you couldn't see any focus on eternal matters. Over the last few years, God has really been working on my prayer life. And I thank him so very much for that. And one of the things that I am so intent about is the habit of praying scripture. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't pray something that's not specifically a scripture, but I I don't do it a whole lot, to be honest with you, because I try to stay focused on God's word and the truths in God's word. For instance, there are some pictures here on my desk, and there are some people who are so very dear to me, and... I have been praying some specific scriptures for them. I was looking in Luke one, here a few weeks ago, and I was just looking at some of the phrases, and it was descriptions of what John the Baptist was going to be like. and And so, oftentimes I pray that these people who I love so much will be righteous in God's eyes. That's out of Luke one six a, that they would be great in the eyes of the Lord. That's Luke one. 15a that they would turn many people to the Lord their God. That's Luke 116. And that Luke 117B that they would cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. There's another phrase that I, I was teaching a series on praying for others last year, and there was a phrase about making asking God to make us holy by his truth for his word is truth. And that is one that I have prayed over people who are dear to me as well as entire neighborhoods. I pray it over my own neighborhood as I walk many mornings. That is the reason I wanted a specific scripture to be able to customize, to pray each morning that would help me to have an eternal perspective. And that scripture is 2 Corinthians 4.18 that I read at the beginning. And so here is our weekly assignment feature. My challenge to you is to pray this prayer each morning, and I don't just mean this week. My challenge to you is to pray this prayer each morning of all the days of your life. Like, how could you lose? Because this prayer is, Dear Lord, please help me not to focus on temporary circumstances Help me to fix my gaze on things that cannot be seen since the things I see now will soon be gone and the things I cannot see will last forever. I mean, you can't lose with that prayer because it causes you to focus on the dangers of being stuck in the temporary and just looking at the outward circumstances or what your senses are taking in. But to ask God to fix your gaze on things that are unseen, things that are eternal, and to pray those type of prayers, to pray those type of prayers for your grandbabies, to pray those type of prayers for your neighbors, to pray those types of prayers for your enemies. It's it's not bad to pray for your loved one's protection. It is not bad to pray that so-and-so gets an A on a test. It's not bad. It's not not in any way. But how much better is it to pray for their spiritual life, those things in their life that are going to last for eternity, that God would make them holy by his truth, for his word is truth. And he would give them wisdom, since he promises that he will give wisdom, that he would give them wisdom in all circumstances that they would live lives worthy of him, pleasing him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of him, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that they might have great endurance and patience and joyfully give thanks to the Father, fathers, qualified him, them to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. And that's Colossians 2. And on and on and on and on. Not only living each day with an eternal perspective, but praying each day with an eternal perspective. Praying specific prayers, praying specific spiritual prayers, scriptural prayers. It will change you and it will change others. Praying that God will do exceedingly abundantly all that we could ask or imagine. Praying that We will understand his love, even though his love is unfathomable, that we will understand his love, not only for us, but for others, and that we will be conduits of his love. And on and on and on and on we can go. I thank God for 1 Samuel 27 and the total lack of spiritual perspective, because it has reoriented my perspective. And so, as we finish out this week, I pray over each of you. I pray that God would help you not to focus only on temporary circumstances. (coughs) Excuse me. That he would help you to fix your gaze on things that cannot be seen. Since the things that can be seen will be gone soon. But the things that we cannot see will last forever. I pray that no matter where you are in your Christian walk, I pray that God will give you the strength to live a life worthy of him, pleasing him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of him. And for all of those who may be on this broadcast, who do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I pray that God will search you and know your heart, that he will test you and know your anxious thoughts, that he will point out any offensive way in you, and he will lead you in the way everlasting. I pray that he will soften your spiritual eyes and ears, that he will soften your heart, open up your spiritual eyes and ears, give you his attitude towards sin, that he will release you to believe, and he will transform your life into a shining example of your grace and mercy. I pray that God will turn our perspectives that he will focus us whether we have one more day here on this earth or we have 50 i pray that each of our days would reflect an eternal perspective thank you so much for tuning in as you can tell i don't have a whole lot of a voice got some stuff going on and just i don't feel bad i just sound a little funny And so I'm going to end this, but thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, this podcast comes to you free of charge. That is how God has laid it on my heart to this point. And I just ask that you rate it on whatever podcast platform that you used, whether it be uh, Overcast or Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Our Heart Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever in the world you may have found this. You may have found it on the Podbean website. Wherever it may be, if you will just stop and you will just rate it. And I'm not going to tell you how to rate it. You'll hear people say, give me five stars. That's not mine to say. Like you rate it the way that you feel is best, most appropriate. But then share it with others. Who in the world does not have people around them who need to be reminded to look at life from an eternal perspective and to pray for others from an eternal perspective? Every one of us does. This podcast is free for you to listen to. It is free for you to share. And that is what I ask of you. And that you will pray each morning. Dear Lord, please help me not to focus on temporary circumstances. Help me to fix my gaze on things that cannot be seen. Since the things I see now will soon be gone. And the things I cannot see will last forever. Reminder, we do have a Facebook group. It's called Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. And you can reach out to me, uh, email me at Jesus at gmail.com And the plot is about to change. Um, things are going to be different as we go into next week's podcast. And we're going to see Saul. And we're going to see Saul doing something that Sadly, there are Christians who do. When they are desperate for information and God is not answering in the way they think that he should, they fall into this particular temptation. So that's a nice teaser. I will let you go. Just may you have an eternal perspective this week. And I cannot wait. Would love for you to put in our Facebook group. I would love for you to interact and tell us how... That prayer for eternal perspective has changed your life and has changed your prayers. And as always, remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day.